You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. Well, folks, good afternoon. Right now it is 12.06, and you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, dePietro.com. Let me just adjust that. And again, right now it is uh, 12.06 on this very mild Friday. My goodness, 51 degrees and no snow. We will take it. We'll take. I will take this weather. If this is what January is like... And by the way, uh, again, good afternoon, one and all. And also, as the uh, crowd files in, as I like to say, the crowd files in on Facebook. Let me just double check and make sure. I think everything should be running accurately there. You know, as much as we've been trying to do the dual stream with um, with Facebook and, and also um, and YouTube, um, still need to hammer that out a little bit. I mean, we will revisit that. I need to be at the... Juan needs to be in the right frame of mind in order to pull it off. Because those of you that that enjoy Facebook Live, and by the way, you are going to enjoy it this evening. This is the noon report. Let me just uh, check in with our FB crowd. Uh, take care of some housekeeping. But right now it is uh, 12.07. It's Friday, folks. It's been quite a week. Hi there, Pamela. Yes, there's Allison and everyone else. Share that you are watching. Thank you for the stars in advance. What are these? I'll give an update. I'm about to address that. I'm glad you did that. Now, listen, folks, and I'm not singling anybody out. That's exactly that's almost like on cue. Uh, Let me uh, explain. And again, good afternoon. Right now, it's 12.07. And well, actually, let me really stay on track here. This portion of the program. And let me just uh, I, I love that right out of the box. Let me let me explain what we, what this program is not. This is not, and I know this is more of a a Facebook housekeeping thing. But let me just um, stay on schedule here. This portion of the program is brought to you by Propane Plus. Listen for heating, cooling, whatever it is, you can rely on Propane Plus. 401-885-4209. 401-885-4209. Propane Plus heating and cooling in Massachusetts. Call them five zero eight. 252-3359. Propane Plus heating and cooling. Remember, we have the website. It's propaneplus.com. You just type in your zip code, residential, commercial. You want to do business, trust me, with the folks at Propane Plus. Call them today. So if you use propane, I'm telling you, whether it's commercial or residential, The the people you want to do business with are Propane Plus. Call them today. It's Propane Plus, 401-885-4209. Well, folks, good afternoon. Again, remember, you can always visit the website. There's always a lot of information there. It's dpetro.com, and it's brought by the Coheset Inn, or as I've been calling it this week, the Cohasset Inn, the Coheset Inn. That's why I kept saying, Jacqueline Clearson, I know why you're saying that the whole situation with Anna Walsh in Coheset, Coheset, is because of the Coheset Inn. It's Cohasset, and but it's the Coheset Inn. 226 Coheset Avenue, West Warwick. I'm actually going to go there this weekend. Lunch, dinner, drinks in the lounge. They're waiting you at the Coheset Inn. Now, folks, when I was growing up, and again, good afternoon. Let me just, a uh, little housekeeping here, 1209. But it certainly makes it easier, I think, for, uh, for everyone. Um, <clears throat> so when I was growing up, one, youngest of seven. And my my parents, you know, who I still think of every day and miss them. My parents, 
and like many of you, became my best friends. I became adults. I, I always appreciated and respected my parents. I really then respected them as I, you know, got older. And then I was fortunate enough, very, very fortunate enough that I had children and my children got to know my folks and so forth. But when we would travel together, nine people in a car, okay, if you were the seven of us, so I, I'm youngest of seven, we, you would sit quietly. We you could chat back and forth, but you, you were expected to behave. Same thing with, you know, we used to eat dinner, the nine of us together at the table. My father would come home and we would have dinner every night as a family, sometime between 5.30, 6 o'clock, what have you. But my point is when we were traveling in the car, we, you know, we would talk or maybe there'd be something on the radio, but everyone was well behaved. But what we were not doing is saying to my parents, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? You know, there was a commercial on that. And then one time, this goes back a while ago, but so I have three children and and we taught them when we're writing, they can read, they can look out the window, they can chat with each other. But what they don't do is every, are we there yet? Are we there yet? So, So one time several years ago, it's a while ago now, I was actually traveling with a friend of mine and he has two kids. Holy cow, what an eye-opener for me. Are we there yet? I'm tired. Is it much longer? But, you know, oh, my God. So, anyway, listen, when I have information, I will post it on the page. I don't. I am unlike the Biden White House. I don't withhold information. Hold on, folks, just one moment, because it's warmer than I initially thought. And so, um, so the Biden White House, this whole business of not... releasing and uh, telling people that they had these documents. So a couple of different things. So just to repeat, Ladybug was rushed to the hospital. And yesterday, it was touch and go. She was intensive care. So a couple of things about LB. If I have an update, I'll post the update. I'll post the update. Here's what can't happen. I can't have 100 people sending me messages. How's Ladybug? What's going on with Ladybug? If I have information, that's what the page is for. You know, when I was, um, again, when I was growing up on Ferncrest and Edgewood, my mom would post things on the refrigerator. And it was, it was our source. It was like the, the family bulletin board, so to speak. And, <clears throat> and then remove it like that. And you, you could literally go to the refrigerator and see an update of this is happening this day and so forth. Well, that's really what the page is. Same thing, and I know this sounds like a complaint, but I don't mean it that way because what I'm trying to do is be uh, instructional, right? Um, Same thing with, now tonight we're going to do Cranston PD Live, episode 10. I post it on the page. I want everyone to know that we're going to do Cranston PD Live tonight on Facebook, episode 10, tonight. So, but what, what I don't need is like, 20 people sending me messages, when's the next screen? It, it, it's on the page. I equated it to one one uh, individual as it, it's like you're growing up and like, hey, mom, do we have any milk? I, I don't know. Did you check the refrigerator? Oh, oh, yeah, we do. I mean, again, I what I am learning with social media is is you deal with people that have all these habits growing up. And now. Like, I'm, they, they used to say to the mother, do we have any milk? I don't know. Open the refrigerator. Do we? Oh, yeah. All right. Do we have any bread? Did you check in the bread box? Oh, okay. Yeah, they were. I mean, I, I've inherited that, right? Except instead of the milk and are we there yet, it's how's Ladybug? How, 
listen, the, the, the updates are there. Now, the other thing I just want to post on that, I'm not, I'm not sending any messages. When she is better, she will check the page. But someone posted a message, and I know this sounds like a full Juan is on a rant. I'm actually not. I'm trying to do this instructional. Make sure, uh, Juan, tell Ladybug I said she, no, 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 time out. No, no, no. I am not, no, 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 no. Stop right there. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. Tell Ladybug I said, no, 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 no. I'm not, do I seem, is it the messenger, Juan? No, 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 no. No, we're not getting into that. Oh, okay. So why don't we have 100 people say, uh, tell Ladybug I said, oh, she hopes she feels better. No, no, wrong. You can post messages on the page. You can tell it's Friday. You can tell I have not had a day off since I was in Cohasset all last weekend. But I am trying to be in. It's it's you know I can't, we can't we um I'm trying to be instructional here. I'm trying to be instructional is what I'm trying to say here. So you can post messages. I have people that send me things, and I I apologize to the radio audience because this sounds very. Facebook oriented, but some of it carries over a little bit. Some of it carries over. And I'm not complaining. This is an instructional, right? Constructive criticism, so to speak. Constructive criticism. If I have an update, I will post it. What's going on with the lady, the, uh, the body they found in the Coventry Pond? If I have an update, I'll post the update. Is there an update on the page? No, then I have no update. What's going on with, uh, listen. If I have a blanking update, I'll post it. Unlike the Biden White House that they're finding documents next to his Corvette. <laughs> there goes, you know, but the kid, what you wish for? Because now, I mean, I, I just don't think now he's actually going to run for re-election. I don't think so. Because this is just going to dog him down. Uh, this is exactly what is a gift for Kevin McCarthy and the Republicans. But uh, so just a couple of... of um, House, it's not a house cleaning items, no. Just a couple of just bring everybody up to speed. It is my understanding that LB Ladybug, our psychic, is out of critical. She's conscious. She's speaking. But other than that, we're, we're going to, she is still in the hospital. I will post when she gets out of the hospital. But if I don't post an update, just assume She's still in the hospital. I will post updates when we get them. That's number one. Number two, we will be in court coming up against the orange ski mask man, Mark Perkins. That will be the final Friday. I'll post it on. I'll post his picture and where you go in plenty of time for everyone that should know. Coventry Pond. I, 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 the state police are not revealing. I, I've heard about that. I've heard who they think is it was found in the Coventry Pond, but it's not coming from state police. I, we know it's a female. We know it's foul play. I've heard from another source, from my sources, that it it is it was certainly a homicide, and seemingly it's actually some from someone out outside of Rhode Island uh, that was brought there. So when we have an update on that, I'll post it. I will post it. I know people are anxious to find out about it. I, I'll also tell you, it's obviously highly unusual. You're, you're, you're seeing right now the uh, Cohasset Police Department and the Massachusetts State Police. Uh, in, in some ways, the Anna Walsh 
missing story to me is a, a little bit of an example and um, a better example of how some branches of law enforcement communicate versus some that do not. Tonight, I will ride once again, Sergeant Corvese with Cranston PD Live. Sometime before 8 o'clock, might go a little bit longer than 10. I don't know. We'll figure it out. So, but it's dry and it's Friday night. You can't get much more transparent than they have me right there in the car with them riding along. Cohesit and Cohasset, excuse me, Cohasset, and also the Massachusetts State Police. Very, I think, they gave a lot. In court, the prosecutors with Brian Walsh, Cohasset, they gave a lot between that, the bloody knife, uh, confirming various things. They're giving a lot. On the flip side, in hindsight, as I've said, I believe the Charlotte Lester case, the missing woman out of Warwick, it's a very obvious, I think now, that police should have and could have revealed more information in that case. And the the Coventry, Rhode Island State Police, because it's my understanding, they're handling it, that the Rhode Island State Police are. I mean, to me, that's that's an example of, um, <laughs> I mean, that one just kind of defies logic. So they just, they just happen to find a body in the pond. And everyone's supposed to just go, I mean, it's, it's just ridiculous. It is absolutely ludicrous. Uh, that the public should not know, um, and the dance we have to do with our state police, the Rhode Island State Police. I mean, seemingly, they're upset that some media outlets, I didn't go heavy on the Philbin story. They're very upset. Governor McKee, Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee, who's the fourth least popular governor of the country. And folks, good afternoon at 1220. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Governor McKee, the fourth least popular governor in the, in the country. You haven't seen him since the inauguration. Helena Folks has had a higher profile this week than Governor McKee. And it's very obvious. Listen, she should be the governor. This guy should not be the governor, right? Best friends with pork boy. And fourth, least popular. And he's just, he's not going to do anything. He, he, and he despises the media. Now, fortunately for me, Governor McKee, his real hatred is seemingly reserved for Channel 12. He blames them for the FBI probe. And he hates the Boston Globe, who have been very aggressive. I don't know how he feels about the Providence Journal. And I don't, probably not the same amount of venom. And I don't think he, he doesn't seem to hate Crandall at Channel 10. Um, but he hates the Globe. He hates Fitzpatrick, Dan McGowan. Get, tell McGowan to report it right. Hates Channel 12, Tim White, Tim Nisi. Blames them for his FBI probe. I mean, the guy, he, Governor McKee is going to, he just feels, let's just drop out of sight for a while. Everyone, it's a while. It's almost like he's, he's like a snowbird. He's going south for the winter. He'll reemerge to give his state of the state, and then he'll just disappear for the remaining part of it. So who knows? Now, he had that emergency medical procedure. I, I'm starting to hear rumblings now that the governor is not well, that Governor McKee is not well. And then if that were the case, keep in mind, Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos would take over. But he hates, uh, has a, a very, very, very poor relationship, to put it mildly. Um, it's comical to me. Uh, with the media, they're, they're making a request every single week, all the time that they want to view him. And it's no, no, they make excuses. He lost his housing guy. 
that whole fiasco. I mean, Josh Saul, the housing guy that just resigned, his 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 biggest mistake was he doesn't live in the Blackstone Valley. I don't think he does anyhow. If he lived in Cumberland, they'd we'd still be suffering through it. But um but that but but I think some of that carries over to the Rhode Island State Police. If if you had Colonel Manny was very transparent. Uh, you know, when Ramundo put in Anna Semko, not so much. By and large, I can't complain. When over the course of covering the Rhode Island State Police, I didn't know Colhane that much that well. I did interview him, but he was a little odd. He'd he'd write poetry and go for walks in the rain or something like that. But by and large, um, the um, Colonel of the Rhode Island State Police, Steve Perry, I, I had a good rapport with him. I think I still do. I haven't seen him in a little while. But I, I could get him on the phone if I needed to. And then Colonel Doherty I did. Colonel O'Donnell I did. Not so much Asumco. No, actually, not at all. They wouldn't let her talk to anyone. Colonel Manny I could. Uh, I, I don't know this Darnell Weaver. I, you know, people say he didn't even want the job. McKee made him take the job. But McKee basically, the Rhode Island State Police now have just become like blank you to the media. Like, too bad. All right, so we found a, bo- a, a body in the pond in Coventry. Like, ho-hum, right? Not that I, I mean, it's just, it's so beyond the pale when you think about it. The, the Massachusetts State Police and the Cohasset Police, I mean, they, they're giving so much more information um, about, about the Anna Walsh case compared to with the Rhode Island State Police. Yeah, you know, we fished out. They, they wouldn't even go on record with that. Yeah, you know, we might have fished out a body. I think it was a female. I don't know. Uh, the trooper that's supposed to investigate it, he's using up. He's um, whatever. I, I, I don't know what to make of that. Other than I've heard that they're still really upset that some members of the media went with the whole Philbin thing. So I And I don't, I don't know enough about that case. I just don't. I don't know enough about that case. Uh, I know a lot of people have been talking about it. The whole thing seems bizarre. But uh, there's no reason to punish. If you're the Rhode Island State Police and Governor McKee, there's no reason. Then, I mean, it just makes no sense. So now they're going to punish the media. So they're not going to, because they're upset that members, some members of the media did a story, how a former trooper may have covered up a murder uh, with Joe Philbin. That as a result of that, now they. You know, they're they're treating, they found a a woman's body in Carbuncle Pond in Coventry, and they're they're treating it as if the animal control officer went and removed, you know, like a skunk off the side of the road or something. I mean, it's just so beyond the pale. And those of you that saw the coverage, I went, the the state police, they, they have such venom towards the media. It's so different than, obviously, and I'll even include, you know, Warwick has good communication. Providence has very good communication. And then to me, Cranston just sets the bar. I mean, you can't be more trans. Cranston were giving updates in the middle of the manhunt for the three fugitives in October. A real time updates. It's just, uh, it defines logic compared with, and that was a manhunt. State police, you know, we may have found a body in the pond. I don't know. It's always, you know, whatever. Somebody's working on that. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to know. Good to know someone's working on it. Just ridiculous. But again, look at who the head, who the governor is, right? Look who the governor is. So it all, it kind of mirrors it. Ramundo was, say what you want, but Ramundo was very, you know, she was very visible and accessible to the media. Therefore, 
Colonel Manny was very accessible to the media. McKee, again, I'm hearing his health is not good, which means who knows? Folks, Lieutenant Governor Matos, who knows if she takes over for a period of time? I wonder, before I move on a little bit at 1226, I wonder if this health thing with him, with Governor McKee, now remember, he went in for the emergency procedure. You wonder if the health situation of why he has not been seen. He appeared, he after the election, he's appeared like, he, he had to address the situation regarding the homeless advocates sleeping on the steps of the state house. And then um, he did the tree lighting. He got mad because they interrupted that. Other than that, he's he's nowhere. Every email we get says no public schedule today, no public schedule. I just wonder, someone that I talked to from the Rhode Island State House was speculating that they think the health situation with Governor McKee, which is why he's laying so low. Uh, and by the way, I if, if that is the case, I mean, like everyone else, I wish him well. I don't wish the governor any ill will like that. If he has a health situation he's dealing with. Um, and then obviously, you know, we saw him when he was inaugurated officially inside the Rhode Island State House. And it's possible maybe that was doc- the doctors encouraged that, that he should be inside and not outside. But um, but there seemingly is more floating around that if, in fact, he gets indicted by the FBI, a way to get around that is because of his health. Matos has to take over. Keep in mind with Governor McKee, that FBI probe is still hanging out there. And unless we missed something, he is the target of that FBI probe. So as Matt Brown clearly illustrated during the course of the primary season. So there's a lot going on with that. But I was speaking to someone at the State House and they even they they've been there a while. They can't believe how the governor is just nowhere to be found, Governor McKee. So he is uh, he is running the state from his compound uh, in Cumberland. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Matthews Oil Company. Call them today, 401-942-7500. 401-942-7500. 24-hour emergency service, Matthews Oil Company. They'll keep you warm this winter, celebrating 90 years of service. Premier deal in Rhode Island, highest quality heating fuels. It's Matthews Oil Company. And if you're in a budget, Matthews Oil, they offer various payment plans available. Math. Matthews Oil Company, 401-942-7500, 401-942-7500. It's Matthews Oil Company. Well, folks, right now at 1228, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can uh, always look. Oh, let me say this. You can always. um here we go. Yep. Yeah. Ripping off. I mean, all the guy does is rip people off. Yep. Let's see. Let me just check this. Um, let me just see this. I, and I apologize, folks. Someone sent me something. Uh, oh, okay. Yep. Oh, okay. All right. At least it's linked. Yep, yep. He he. Uh, Turtle boy is linking my 
video, of which I think I'm going to do a follow-up on that because of um, that that video that is essentially uh, Turtle Boy does a story in a, when we, oh, just last, last night, things got brisk in Providence, caught on tape, one man lying motionless. I, I'm going to do, I think, a follow-up on that and put some Context to it, because it was a good example of people just like totally unrealistic with what was happening. You know, let me just address this for a minute. And I don't mind. So that's nice. Turtle Boy linked his story to my Facebook page that has it. I also have that video, by the way, up on on YouTube. But I'm going to do a follow up on that because and and I'm not trying to get off too, too off, but. So I posted a video. Let me just explain quickly. And I'm going to do a follow-up on it, folks. Don't worry. It's not that long at 1230. But I, um, because there is an interesting, there's several interesting stories. But let me just touch on the fight video just for a moment. I think I'm going to do a follow-up of it. And I want to explain what's going on. Now, number one, if you you know anything about videos, I didn't, you'll see there's a credit there. Okay. I can't be everywhere. So I know a lot of different people. But Many times with the police. So there's there's a fight video on the Facebook page. It's also on YouTube now. And it started, it was last Thursday night. In in less than a week, right? It has 3 million views, which is huge. Just to give you an idea, I posted a video in November on TikTok that it's up to 2 million views. Posted a video, and that was the shooting in, on uh, Waverly off Cranston Street. TikTok, 2 million views. This video has over 3 million views. Two videos 30-day period, 5 million views. That's where Juan is, okay? But let me just touch on that. People were watching it saying, we're the police. The police can't be everywhere. And I am going to do a follow-up video to explain. This was, so there's a parking lot, Club Mezzo in Providence. And the, the Wendy's and the Home Depot over there, it's right in the Charles Street area, almost serves as the parking lot and then kind of almost... Whether they like it or not, like an after hours thing, especially in the summertime when they'd be outside. So there's some words back and forth, probably started in the club. They come into the parking lot and and a fight breaks out. And a group, instead of one-on-one, a group of them start jumping on one individual. Well, what I want to point out about this, people are saying, we're the police. And you should have gotten out and broken it up and so forth. I, I want to just explain this. And maybe this is helpful, maybe it's not. But- on a Thursday night, whether it's Providence or Boston, so Thursday night, one o'clock, the the fight was was phoned into the police, but response time. So somebody fought. There's a fight. Some people are fighting. It's not shots fired. No one produced a knife. It's it's a fist fight. It's a rough fist fight, but it's a fist fight. So. Response time, even if response time was two minutes, which is fast on a Thursday night at one o'clock in the morning, the fight's dispersed and gone by then. I swear some people must they must just watch TV and movies and think like Batman parachutes in. If you watch that, the entire melee and it is a melee. It, it takes about 90 seconds. And then when they hear the sirens, they're gone. I repeat, the police can't be everywhere. I showed that video to a member of law enforcement where these people were saying and and saying it to me like you should have jumped in. If you saw it and you have to, again, 
if you, if you haven't seen the video, you're at a, I recognize you're at a disadvantage. The person that was filming that, police, if police are off duty and they're in a dangerous situation, they tell police officers, just be a good witness. A prime example of that was the Cornell Young situation. He was at fighters late at night. A fight broke out. Someone produced a handgun. They encouraged them, be a good witness. There's value in being a good witness. Today, you can film it. Cornell Young, when he saw the police pulling up, went running out with his gun and then was shot and killed. In this particular melee fight situation, if the individual had literally, some people, I would have gotten out of the car, you, you would become. You know, they're all, there were five of them, and they're beating on one guy. Suddenly, it would have been, hey, now let's, now, they're looking to beat up on someone. It is Lord of the Flies. It is mob mentality. So just two things I want to point out about that. Again, if you're ever in a situation, they talk about if you're a police officer and you're off duty and you're in a bank and four guys come in, right, with weapons, just, just be a good witness. There's going to be a value. There's, there will be a need and value for someone who can provide police with accurate information and be a good witness. And then if you're in a situation where there is a crime taking place, you can be a good witness by using your cell phone, but not to put yourself in harm's way. I think it's in the, the um, film... Um, point break, right? Patrick Swayze, Keanu Reeves, oh, yeah, I'm an FBI agent. They're, they're robbing a bank. And this this guy is saying, hey, uh, I'm a cop. He's saying to the security guy, and the security cop guy is saying, don't, no, don't. And the guy's like, I'm going to make a move on them. And the security guy is like, no, no. And if you know the film, so then the, the cop that's off duty steps up and then both he, they, you know, they're killed. So my point is police response time on a Thursday night in a city like Providence or Worcester or Boston, anywhere where there's a lot of college students, um, you know, fights break out. Whoa, let me just check this. Oh, okay. Uh, Brett Smiley has announced the search process for the chief of police of Providence. Okay. And Chief Clements will work with the mayor to conduct the interview. So there you go. So um, <clears throat> my point is, some of the people watching this video are like, where are the police? It's uh, I, police, as I've said. I'm not, I don't want to be redundant, and I did want to just mention that. Police can't be everywhere. Police cannot be everywhere. And on top of that, you have to look at what response time. If you've seen, I, I try to use analogies. They're so People have an understanding, and it's not just my word, but if you've seen the movie Heat, which is one of my favorite films, De Niro, Al Pacino, John Voight's in that film. He is so good as Nate. I've seen Heat so many different times, but they have scanners, radios, and they know response times. When there is a call for a bank or in this case, it was a vault robbery, whatever it is. They, they click the, um, you know, the 
what do you call it? The speed, the watch, stopwatch. You have 90 seconds to get out of here from when the call goes off. Call goes out, boom, stopwatch. We now have 90 seconds to get out of here. Well, I want to just remind people regarding the Providence Melee video that I posted, and that is the fact that there were no shots fired. So fight in a Wendy's parking lot. That's not a shot. Shots fired is then all cars are descending. But a fight in a parking lot, there could have been a fight going on the east side where there's a lot of college students. There could have been a fight downtown where there's Johnson and Wales students. On a Thursday night at one o'clock in the morning, the response time, you know, could easily be a couple of minutes. As someone that, if you've seen, when even when we are, when I'm doing Cranston PD Live and we have lights on and sirens, it can take us three minutes, two minutes, just to get to where we're going, right, in the city, no matter how fast you're going. So for people to be like, we're the police, <laughs> it's just comical to me. It's like they must watch a Batman movie where he just comes like swinging in. That's not... Real life. There are some police departments, I'm not going to mention where, that response time can be five minutes. Do you know in parts of Chicago and during 2020, parts of New York, the response time with police was sometimes like, I mean, it's terrible, but like 20 minutes, 15 minutes. I mean, it was long. So, but I, I get it. If you watch a police show, it seems like in the blink of an eye, one Adam 12. They're on scene. You're watching a movie. Batman comes swooping in or Superman comes swinging in. We, I, I try to. The reason I like Cranston PD Live is hopefully people get a better sense of in real life. As someone who was a victim of crime where I called 911, I had to call 911 and then, then um, was disconnected, by the way. I called 911. The, the work police, we could hear the sirens, but it still takes them a while to get where we were. They weren't there in like 30 seconds. So this whole business of like, we're the police. <laughs> just what are you talking about? We're the police. Yeah, they were hiding up on the roof. I mean, my God, we're the police. You should have. I like that one. You should have gotten out and broken that up. Have you lost? Are you out of your mind? Yeah. Then it becomes. Hey, let's. Be, once the, you know, once there's kind of like blood in the water, what happens with the sharks? Then everybody's looking. Okay, who's this guy? Here's a new person to attack. Lunacy, folks. Twelve forty. I recognize. I am uh, going off on a tangent here. This portion of the program, listen, not many people offer you anything. I'm offering you a free consultation. Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial, 401-434-1510. 401-434-1510. Ameriprise Financial, Tom Bryan. They've provided advice for clients' unique goals, help millions of Americans retire on their terms, along with all of your financial questions. As an Ameriprise Financial Advisor, Tom Bryan. B-R-Y-A-N, our guy, remains true to the vision. He'll put you first. Why not take advantage, free consultation, whether it's retirement planning, whatever your financial situation is. Many times there are people retired like 
Would it hurt me if I took a part-time job? Would it hurt me if I went back to work? But why not? Or major purchases. There's a variety of different things. As I like to say, if you don't feel well, you go to a doctor. And even the doctor then sends you to, right, a, a knee specialist or a neck specialist or whatever, a urologist or whatever it may be. Listen, Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial, call right now on this Friday, free consultation, 401-434-1510. Offices located 400 Massasoit Avenue in East Providence, Ameriprise Financial. Folks, as always, visit the website, dpetro.com, which is brought to you by Burke's Martial Arts. You want to get in shape? You want to be able to defend yourself? I'll tell you, that guy that was getting the beat down in the uh, Wendy's Melee, he should go see Jake Burke. Self-defense, fitness, and martial arts. There's a link on the website. Regardless of your age, if you would like to do it the right way, Jake is like special forces. Jake Burke, martial arts. There's a link on the website. He has a fantastic space, 880 80 Street in Providence. But there's a link on the website, dipetro.com. All right, let's make sure that we are up to speed on everything. And I will touch on, you know, the document thing that is, um, I, I'm not sure. I mean, it is, oh, all right, let me just see this. This just in. The president's personal attorney in the documents matter is Bob Bayer, according to the White House second source familiar. Former White House counsel Obama, longtime Dem campaign lawyer, NYU law professor. Um. We just see this. Mayor Brett Smiley announces the Providence chief of police job has been posted. Finalists, three to five, will have to will have to ask questions at a public forum. I think I think they'll have to answer questions at a public forum. That's uh, Steph Machado. They're going to have to go and answer questions at a public forum moderated by Cedric Hutley and Dr. Pablo Rodriguez. Now, I don't think that's a good idea. This shouldn't be a vote. I disagree with the premise of this. We are now, a community survey will ask the public what qualities they want. Three to five finalists will be questioned at a public forum with the Nonviolence Institute on February 8th. I, I disagree with that. I think that's a terrible idea. I don't know who came up with that. That's not how it works. It's not a popularity contest. You can already kind of see where this is going. Um, I, I um I I just uh I don't think that that's a good idea. Um I see you can't turn it into American Idol, right? Governor McKee learned that. All right, you know, anyone who wants to apply to be the lieutenant governor. That that that's now it's a contest. You had people running like, hey, vote for me. So now it becomes vote for me as your next police chief. Wow, what a terrible idea. I am very surprised they're doing this. Very, very surprised. Wow. Terrible, terrible idea. All right. Uh, but the other story, another story I wanted to mention, 1245. Folks, good afternoon. It is one again tonight. Cranston PD Live. I think I have some housekeeping things that we've handled. If I have information, I'll post it on the page. I will. 
try to respond as much as we quick possibly can. I also, <clears throat> you know what, I'm going to do another Facebook uh, housekeeping item here just for a moment. And I recognize if you're in the car right now on the radio, you can watch a lot of the video, by the way, on the YouTube channel, which we're going to continue to build now on the website, Petro.com. You know, every single week I get messages from people. Why am I blocked from the Facebook page? Because we don't allow fall language. We don't. Oh, well, I didn't use any. Well, you know, yeah, and every guy in the ACI is not guilty. I mean, it's just, it, it's, it's just ludicrous. I'm not going to have uh, a forum where people are, you know, throwing out and using foul language. It's, well, what about my freedom of speech? Then post on your own page every single week, every single week. And I have someone that handles that for me every single week. Why can't I pull it up? Because you're blocked. Why? I have no idea, but you probably used, you know, foul language. That's my freedom of speech. Then post on your own page. <clears throat> no, we're not, not doing that. It is such every single week. Why can't I see it? I didn't post it. No, of course not. And every guy in the ACI is not guilty. You did something. Folks, this portion of the program, and, and this is, I want to remind people, if you have an emergency, go to AppMed Urgent Care. At Med Urgent Care, immunization, school, and sports physicals. This is, they're the cost efficient healthcare alternative to a hospital based emergency. At Med Urgent Care, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston, in the Atwood Medical Center, and also 5750 Post Road East Greenwich, right across from Felicia's. Remember, I, um, I highly encourage you to go there. They'll see you right away. They have doctors and nurses, walk in routine urgent care, minor surgical, orthopedic, and trauma. Work-related injuries, AtMed Urgent Care. Next time you have an emergency, that's where you want to go. It's AtMed Urgent Care. All right, let me just stay on track. Now, the Biden documents, I was glad that they got hammered yesterday at that press briefing because they deserve it. And his... Uh, press person that jump she, she listen she's weak I knew she was weak Wall Street Journal with their editorial two presidents two special counsels Merrick Garland can't escape deciding how to handle Biden's classified document stash you know I believe that in the next election cycle Right now, it's 1248. Good afternoon. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I could be wrong, obviously. My opinion, I believe in the 2024 election cycle, I think collectively the country will want to opt for younger leadership. Just how I see it. Could be wrong. But between Biden can't keep track of his documents and President Trump, they raided and the documents. I believe that the public are going to say, maybe it's time. Maybe we don't need someone 80 years old who's president. Nothing against 80 year old individuals, clearly. But, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe we go for someone just. A little bit younger, who I, that I just think people are going to start to look at Biden and Trump as just two old men, 
And I, I recognize some people, how can you, I, I'm just, let's, let's wait and see how that plays out. But Wall Street Journal, hear that quacking sound from Washington? It's Attorney General Merrick Garland's latest duck. Faced with news that classified documents were found not only in a private office of Biden, but also his Delaware home, including the garage. Garland named another special counsel. To repeat what we said, when Garland appointed Jack Smith as special counsel to investigate Trump, including the Mar-a-Lago document hoard, the political insulation being sought here is a matter of perception. Whatever her finds about how classified material wound up in Biden's garage next to his Corvette, Garland shoulders the responsibility for the investigation, including deciding how to conclude it. Listen, this should be a new role. This is ludicrous. There's no reason for these people to be taking this stuff out. No more. No more. It's like a library. You can go in and read. You know, there are some things the library you can't check out. You can go in and read them. But that's how I, I think, regardless, I don't care that President Trump is the president of the Biden going forward. No more of this. This is ridiculous. All these uh, overdue classified materials laying around in, in the basement at Mar-a-Lago, in the, his office. And now Biden's got her next to the Corvette. What, what is this? They go on, apparently not as seriously as the feds usually do. Last year, a former civilian employee of the Pentagon was sentenced to three months for taking classified documents to her hotel room, as well as keeping handwritten notes of meetings. The information was characterized as confidential and secret. To compare, Biden and Trump each reportedly held on to documents that were rated as more sensitive than top secret. Prosecutions for mishandling the nation's secrets aren't rare, though many of them involve reams of material at high risk of exposure. So former CIA Director John Deutsch set to plead guilty misdemeanor charge mishandling. President Clinton pardoned him first. Although Trump was uh, mullish about handing over his files on current evidence, there's no good case for putting a president in prison, much less making two presidents and his cellmates for improperly retaining materials from recent public office. When Trump was out on a limb by himself, the point was less obvious to some of our, our media competitors. Now that Biden faces a similar inquiry, perhaps they see how ridiculous it is, ridiculous it is to have the Justice Department investigating both the current and former president who are running against each other at the same office in 2024. Rather than pass the buck to special counsels, Garland would be wiser to help the country seeking a better way out. I mean, it is. This is a joke. This should not be happening. And I think, I don't know where, like of all the problems that people have right now, and the fact there's going to be so much time devoted to the documents, and where are the documents? And and let's face it, Kevin McCarthy and the Republican Party, and I'm not saying they're wrong, but this is, now it's get even time. Now it's get even time for the raid. Special counsel inquiry leaves Biden and Garland in awkward spots. Political future clouded by document probe on Biden. Aid questioned by authorities has close ties to Hunter. Great. Here we go. Now Hunter Biden is tied in. Uh, uh, Congress showdown. Debt limit reaches reached debt limit reach next week. Banks brace for mild recession. All right. How about this report? 96% of workers are looking for new jobs. (laughs) Legal woes grow for Santos as another watchdog files FEC complaint. 
You know what? But another story that I did want to mention is a story that appears in the Providence Journal. And I like this story because um, I like this story just because it puts the Democrat Party, it, it puts them in seemingly a, a difficult spot. Um, which is is not a bad thing. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Limitless Outdoors. Now listen, they're based in Smithfield. Call Limitless Outdoors today, 401-580-1852. 401-580-1852. Limitless Outdoors, Smithfield. They specialize in patios, walkways, steps, outdoor kitchens, landscape lighting, Retaining walls, lawn installation, excavation. They did a fantastic job at my home with some outside with a walkway. They also, limitless outdoors, because it's really, truly, Chris is gifted. He has vision. He comes out. His crew, they took a look at it because it is truly limitless what they can do. They also offer indoor services. They can update your indoor fireplace or kitchen. What they really can do, though, if you've been thinking of, and more people are doing it, like an outdoor kitchen, outdoor fire pit, uh, people that cook with like an outdoor fireplace, as I said, or just, you know, more and more people are utilizing. They're saying, you know, I don't want to add on more space to my house. You have to get zoning. It's very obviously expensive. If you can even get the construction people that will do the job. Instead, I think I want to just have kind of a room set up that I could enjoy outside, that I could enjoy, say, six or nine months of the year. Well, that's where Limitless Outdoors comes in, 401-580-1852. We all like, or most people, I like spending time outside, but then why not have an upgraded patio? Why not have an outdoor kitchen? Why not have, you know, better landscape lighting or lawn installations or excavation or maybe an outdoor fireplace and fire pit? It's limitless, limitless outdoors. Call Chris today at 401-580-1852. Get a free quote. And remember, you can find them online at LimitlessOutdoorsRI.com. Folks, it's 1255 tonight, Cranston PD Live, episode 10. We'll be riding once again along with Cranston Police. You can tune in. I'm I'm still we're not ready to do it just yet on YouTube. We're getting closer. We're inching closer to that, but we're not there. I'm still unhappy with the glitch. So for now, but then you can watch it, not live, but then you can watch it on YouTube. Cranston PD Live. People really like it. It's different. It is unedited. It is boom. Real live action. Uh, unscripted, unedited, raw, when it happens. We also, I get people, can you beep out? So, no, 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 I can't beep out the language. If we pull somebody over, which we did, and they're going to tow the guy's car, and he says it's blanking cold out. I mean, I actually got, I think it was from Gertrude said, can you beep that out? I can't be, the guy's standing right there. We're doing a live stream. I, I can't beep it out. <laughs> it's not a TV show. It's real. People see us. People yell out as we're riding by them, as we're sometimes stopped right there. It's 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 not. I, I like that. Can you be that? No, that's that's a TV show. Well, the, some of the other shows they beep it out because that's because they're taped 
and they're edited. I don't know how else to explain it. I like the other people. Is this live? Gee, why would you think it's live? Because <laughs> it's Cranston PD live. It's not Cranston PD taped. It's Cranston PD live tonight. Episode 10. And then you can go back. They're all on demand, either on DePetro.com or on the Facebook page. And you can watch episode one. You can see episode two. I don't think I have to explain. You can go up to, and then we take different clips from the episodes. And then those have become very, very popular as well. So, folks, again, good afternoon. What time is it? Coming up on 1258, you're listening to the John DePetro Show. You know, next hour, I will give an update on the, I was at the vigil last night in Cohasset regarding uh, Anna Walsh. And then I also, you know, look how the journal, the uh, the media goes after racist pamphlets found on the campus. Racist, you know, I don't know who these idiots are. Oh, Gary's Handy Lunch in Newport to close next month. That's a very popular place. Uh, next hour. Next hour, I'll talk about this story a little bit regarding who wants to be the new head of the Rhode Island Democrat Women's Caucus. I think Donnie Anderson, transgender minister, ran for office this past fall, got pummeled, wants to lead the Rhode Island Democrat Caucus. The Journal, here's why she wants the job. Reverend Donnie Anderson. Now, I've known the Reverend for some time when he was Donald Anderson. He's 75. He is now Donnie Anderson, transgender, wants to lead the Democrat Women Caucus. I like that story. I'm going to touch on it a little bit simply because then if they don't give it to him, what does it say if they don't give it to him, right? So Donnie Anderson wants to lead transgender, the Rhode Island Democrat Women's Caucus. All right. Next hour, it's 1259. We're going to break for the one o'clock news. Much more on the documents, much more on the Anna Walsh case. And there is some new information that I think is pretty significant and a lot more. Next hour is radio only, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Cranston PD live tonight on Facebook. We'll be back on the other side after the 1 o'clock news. WNRI Winsocket, W260DC. WNRI.